This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. A lot of firms out there say they will do tax planning, say they will do social security planning and RMD planning, and typically they just do investment management. They want your money. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. Where do you stand today with your retirement accounts, with your insurance, with social security, RMDs, taxes, all of it? This is how we need to think. We need to think outside of the box on these matters. Abe is here to help you unlock the keys to your retirement. Abe, how are you today? Doing fantastic, Heather. How about you? I'm good. I was just thinking, well, I wasn't just thinking. I have a whole diatribe of Thanksgiving dinner conversation that I want to talk to you about. But the first, very most important question is, favorite thing that you have to have must be on your Thanksgiving dinner table? Cranberry. 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 (gasps) Okay, now wait. The canned. The canned. Yes, the canned cranberry. Abe, I knew you were my people. It's got to have the, you know, it doesn't have the lines in it. Right. Yes. Yes. Where you almost cut your finger off just trying to get the can open. Oh my gosh. Yes. But you the lo- the can formation and what's yeah. really funny at, at my parents' gelatinous, house. That like it moves on your plate a little bit. But my you know. mother refuses to give up her standard. She will put that canned cranberry juice can lines and all right in her crystal dish. <laughs> Same here. Same with my mom. And that's why like, I, you, you can't have Thanksgiving dinner without that. It's still, I, I don't know. It's, to me, it's still pretty darn good. And I like to stack it. You get a bite of the turkey with the cranberry and oh, the stuff yeah. and all in one yeah. bite. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I don't know about you. I'm I ready now. I am so ready for Thanksgiving and all of the good things that come in suit with the holiday season. However, the unfortunate news for all of us is when you're grocery shopping for all of the goodness that you want to have on your dinner table, you're probably going to notice that that can of cranberries and everything else that goes along with it is gone way up in price this year, Abe. This year's Thanksgiving dinner costs, I was sharing this article with you earlier, it could be the highest of all time. The New York Times reports that nearly every component of the holiday dinner will cost more this year Due to a knotted supply chain, that's the, whatever anybody Mm -hmm. says anything wrong, supply chain issues, labor shortage, (laughs) inflation, right? High transportation expenses, labor shortages, bad weather, and inflation, it's all piling on. The biggest expense will be the turkey whose price per pound is expected to surpass the current record of $1.36. That was set back in 2015. That's attributed to the price of feed corn, which more than doubled in price in some places. I mean, talk about piling on. Higher prices reduce our buying power for Thanksgiving celebrators, but more importantly, thinking about the folks that you work with, Abe, retirees. So how do you go about factoring it into the retirement plans you build there at Avish Financial? Look, dinner rolls are going up because the prices are going up with all these ingredients and mm-hmm. cranberry and all the costs of our uh, turkey dinners going up. But perhaps a lot more important, as you mentioned, is what's going to happen to our retirement? Mm-hmm. What are our dollars going to be worth 10, 20, 30 years from now? And what can we do to plan for this? Because inflation and this issue with inflation, it doesn't look like it's temporary and transitory. It looks like it could be more of a long-term issue. And how long-term is long-term, right? And how right. will that impact my dollars? I don't want to be 90, 95 years old and not be able to afford what I need to afford and not have ran out of money, right? We need the money around and how is inflation going to impact our, our retirement? Mm-hmm. So 
This is a concern for so many people that call into the show, Heather, and that come into our office. And what can you guys do for me to make sure, you know, I'm protected against maybe higher taxes, Mm -hmm. uh, a healthcare event, market crashes, but also inflation and especially for women and over 50% of our client base are single women that are either divorced, widowed, or just single. Mm. And their concern is usually greater than men in terms of healthcare and inflation and longevity because women outlive men on average. Mm -hmm. And because the longer you live, the more we have to make this money last. Right. right. Yep. So we just had a lady call into the show who's been working for the FBI for 30 years. Wow. She's going to retire from the government soon. She's 62, retiring in about five or six years in, in her mid-60s. Mm-hmm. She lives in Springfield, Virginia. She's lived there for 20 to 30 years as she's worked for the government and about a million dollars saved. And on our risk scale... She's a five out of 10. So middle of the road, not too conservative, not too aggressive. But when we did her income plan and we just went through everything with her, her investment and risk analysis, we found out she was a seven or an eight. So she obviously is concerned with inflation, with longevity, with living long, but she's also concerned with taking on too much risk and what could happen when, if and when the Federal Reserve starts pulling its thumb off the scale, stops injecting so much cash into the economy Mm -hmm. and what will happen to her portfolio if and when the markets actually have a pullback because we are continuing to hit all-time highs. The Dow just crossed over 36,000. The S&P 500 just crossed over 4,700. And man, it's fantastic. And I enjoy seeing my account balances go up too. (laughs) And I'm sure you do if you're in your late 50s, 60s, and 70s as you're approaching retirement. But... You're probably also thinking, when is this party going to slow down or stop or go backwards? So her problems were that she didn't have a plan, Heather. And this is so common because our focus when we're working is work, 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 save, save, save. She's maxing out her TSP. She has been doing so for a long time. That's $26,000 a year going in plus the match. So she's saving a lot. Yeah. And the amount of money she's saved isn't going to be the problem. It will be enough because she has another five or six years to save on top of that. The issues are all the things that she's concerned about. Higher inflation, healthcare, taxes, market trouble. So the first problem that we found out is that she didn't have a plan. She doesn't know where she's going. She doesn't know how good or bad she's doing now. She has no plan to tell her where she's going into the future. So we built out a retirement income plan, quite simply a retirement roadmap, a GPS, so that between now and 65 or 66 and from 65 and 66 on, as she converts and transitions from her working career into retirement, she has something to follow. Right. And it's not perfect. These plans that we put together and that any other advisor firm put together aren't perfect. They need to be monitored, tracked, adjusted. They're living, breathable documents that should be flexible and updated every single year, perhaps several times a year as our life changes. So we put that into place for her and we created an income plan that was adjusted for inflation. Typically, we run out inflation at two and a half to three percent to make sure that things not only look good for the first five to 10 years of your retirement, Mm -hmm. but things look good out into someone's 80s and 90s as well. That provided confirmation that she is on the right track. Again, she has, she's got a million dollars saved. And with what she's putting into the TSP and future growth, she should be at 1.3, maybe 1.4 million Mm -hmm. when she fully pulls the trigger and retires, which would be great. But then we need to make sure she's not taking on too much risk. 
So we did an investment and risk analysis for her. We found out that she's about a seven or eight on our scale. We brought her down to about a five. So those are a few of the things that we did, Heather, for her to give her more added confidence heading into retirement. As you were pointing out, a plan, it's not static. It is living. It is breathing. It is moving. But not just our plans also is the market, which is what drives our FOMO for so many of us, Abe. The fear of missing out is alive and well for today's market investors. But as analyst Mohamed El Arian points out to CNBC, greed can come back and bite you. When you lived in a world of abundant liquidity, people take too much risk and mistakes can happen. And accidents can happen. The key issue is that these accidents are small and not not systemic. So, Abe, how do you work to help the folks that come into your office find a balance between growth and protection? Yeah, you're right, Heather. And, you know, there's another acronym for it. Obviously, FOMO, fear of missing out, mm-hmm. right? And so we, we want to go more into stocks because nothing else is really earning much, right? And that mm-hmm. that's the risk for anyone just about to retire or just heading into retirement is that we go further out on the risk spectrum, taking on more risk right before we're about to retire and then something bad happens, right? Right, We have a huge correction or pullback. There's another acronym for it as well, uh, Heather. It's called TINA, T-I-N-A. There is no other alternative to stocks. My Uh best friend works for a big box investment firm and that's what they're telling their clients. Tina, just Tina. There is no other alternative, meaning they're saying do not invest in anything other than stocks right now because it's not going to be worth your time. And they have a point, right? Because cash, treasuries, bonds, and a lot of other asset classes aren't making much, aren't yielding much at all right now. But hey, wait a minute. We're not dealing with 40-year-olds. Speaking of 40-year-olds, we just had a gentleman come in that's 68, Mm -hmm. all right? And Mm -hmm. I'll come back to the 40-year-old thing. He's 68. He's retiring in January or February of 2022. We're talking 90 days or less. $800,000 saved. He's going to have a nice government pension. He's worked for the United States Postal System for 30 years, so he'll have a nice pension, Social Security check, 800K saved. He has plenty enough money But when we did his investment and risk analysis and found out his current holdings, gave him his current compass check, Mm -hmm. we found out that everything he's invested in is in the C fund of the TSP, which is essentially the S&P 500. Well, we know the S&P 500 is a home run strikeout index, right? It can be up 30, Heather, it can be down 30, Uh okay? And when you're building a retirement plan for a retiree, not a 40-year-old, but a retiree, someone who's just about ready to retire. Mm -hmm. We can't have a home run strikeout portfolio. As we gave him the analysis, he said to us, his own words, wow, I'm invested as if I'm 40. (laughs) I said, you're right. Mm -hmm. I'm 42 myself, right? And if the market goes down 50%, For me, I don't really care. I just bought everything on sale. Mm -hmm. But for my clients that are 58, 62, 67, 72, Mm -hmm. a 50% drop off or drawdown like which happened in 2008 and 2009 would be catastrophic. It would be devastating. And as he sat there and listened to the analysis and saw it right on the TV screen, he realized very quickly that he was invested as a 40-year-old and he had to reduce risk quickly. 
So you asked, how do we find a balance between growth and income? We don't invest as if we're 40 anymore. Mm-hmm. We invest as if we are 60. We invest according to our age and our position in life and where we are in life. And we find a balance between growth and income, right? We don't just look at stocks, but we look at other asset classes that can diversify our nest egg so that if we do have a huge stock pullback, the whole entire portfolio will not be affected. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. Patrick Volk is an investment advisor representative of J. Hagen Capital, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish and Patrick Volk are licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish or Patrick Falk. NPN number 770-3575 and NPN number 727-978.